0: Hello and welcome to the Prosperous Photographer Podcast, where we talk about money, business and mindset. Join us as we have honest discussions on creating a successful photography business with your host, owner of three six-figure photography businesses, Melissa Madden. Welcome to this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. I am actually in Arezzo, Italy, and I am overlooking a square with lots of people enjoying lunch and having an apero and enjoying some, I'm sure, delicious Italian food. And I'm literally sitting here thinking, wow, I get to live this life. (laughs) I'm here working, actually. I'm doing some travel photography for a friend who writes books about Italy, and I have joined her for about 16 days of traveling from Florence through Umbria uh, back to Tuscany and uh, it's a lot of beautiful towns along the way. And then we'll end up in Rome and Naples. She's writing a new book about Naples. So we'll close out the trip photographing and exploring Naples. So the reason I bring this up is because if you had to ask me to rate my business from one to 10 right now, I'm going to give it a 10 plus. My business right now, especially this past almost two years, is really checking every single box that I have for what I define as my successful photography business and having my business kind of encompass the life that I love and the life that I'm so happy to to be living right now. And I want that for everyone. And again, that's a main reason that this podcast that I'm doing it every week is because I want you to get there faster than I did so that you can have the business that helps you have the life that you want as well. You know, and when I say I have a 10 plus plus business, it wasn't always like this. But I want you to answer this question before we get started. What does your business look like now? From on a scale of one to 10, where would you rate it? Like I just said mine certainly was not always a 10 plus. There were times I felt that it was a one or two. So welcome. We are talking about money again. So this is part two of our three part money series. And I'm going to ask you, as always, to grab your journal and Let's call it for, and I may have asked you to do this this last episode, I can't remember, but let's call it for now our money journal. Write down today's date so that we have a starting point or we know exactly where we were when we were working today. And... I want you to you may not have this answer off the top of your head but what I want you to write in your money journal for today is what your sales are for the year so far. I mean this could be you could be listening to this on January 1st so obviously um, that would be a zero or you could look at your last month's sales but right now I, it's October and I what I would love you to do if you're listening to this live or or when it comes out is write down for the first almost 10 months like what are your sales how much sales and revenue have you generated for the year or if you want to look at the last month whatever you want to do look at the year look at the month I don't know where you are in your business whether you just started and you know you didn't have sales for the first six months so just pick a period of time where you have some income that you can write down so now when you look at these numbers notice how it makes you feel doesn't make you feel uncomfortable, nervous, confident, anxious, excited. But let's say for argument's sake that you're listening to this podcast and you are someone who looks at my website and I'm trying to help photographers earn their first six figures. So I'm going to assume there may be something in you that may have some, I want to call it a negative feeling, but something where you're not 100% satisfied with the number that you wrote down and you want it to grow you want it to be bigger you want it to be closer to a number that you have in mind but until you accept this current situation you're going to have a hard time changing it so when i when i talk about your current situation if you're making if you made $25,000 this year what does that mean for you so when you look at the numbers that you wrote down how do they make you feel are you excited Are you uncomfortable are you nervous are you confident? Are you optimistic? Are you pessimistic? What comes up for you when you look at that number you wrote down in your money journal? So sit with it for a second, accept it and have gratitude because imagine there's people out there who have not earned $1 in their photography business and that may be you as well. Like maybe you were literally just starting out and you're listening to this because you want to get started. But gratitude is something that I feel to me is one of the linchpins of our success. So I have gratitude for, I don't want to say just about anything in some ridiculous way, but I find gratitude in literally just about anything. So if it is zero or it's fifty dollars, whatever your number is, I want you to think about it and what you need to let go of to get to the next level. Now what's the next level? That next level is something you, you've decided. Not something I can tell you what your next level is. Like when I say my business is a 10 plus, right now I'm I'm working in France. I mean I live in the south of France. I get to pick and choose where my jobs are. Right now I'm spending 16 days photographing travel in Italy. To me that's a 10 plus plus. Anyway, to so everyone has their own idea of what their next level is. But I want you to think of what value that you offer your clients. And that's a general that's a general question, but think of what value you offer your clients. Only you can answer that. Of course, I can tell you for me, I think I a lot of the value that I offer my clients is years of expertise in photography. I have a strong command of, photog- of photography businesses and how they run. So I offer that to my potential clients. I offer, at this point, 30 something years of working in, in the entrepreneurial field, helping business owners grow their business. And then add on to that in the last 12 years, 13 years or so, I am also a photographer. So that Is it, in a nutshell, what the value is that I offer my clients? Obviously value is much more than that, but I just want to start with that general question. But I think what most of us need to do when we're trying to move to that next level is to create a more healthy and a more empowering relationship with money. And this is something that we can resist because some of us, and when I say some of us, I speak from the heart. I mean, I did not realize how my relationship with money was limiting the potential of my business. And I know I touched on that in the last episode and probably in other episodes, but until I actually wrapped my head around my relationship with money, it was doing anything but empowering me. In fact, I think it was limiting me. And I was resisting all i mean i really did not want to take a look at myself it was really hard for me to even understand that there was anything wrong with my relationship with money so the to get to the point where i was actually working on it that that was again a topic for another day although i know i've touched on it in previous episodes so i want to share with you this story in fact i actually feel a little bit vulnerable sharing this but i think it could be helpful so that you can see how we all have money stories and in my case, how I have evolved my money story. When I first started meeting with our potential clients, I honestly did not believe in our price list. Keith was a more established photographer. I have always taken second role in in businesses. Like As I help them have a more successful business, I was never the photographer. And again, I am repeating myself. If you listen to my podcast, I'm giving some similar backstories so people understand. I had no problem at all helping someone grow their business. The ones I was the one that had to basically, and I'll say in air quotes, defend my value or defend why they should be paying me blank to photograph their wedding or to photograph their children or their event or whatever photography needs they had. I struggled. I struggled less when I had to sell Keith, but I struggled tremendously when I had to think of my relationship with money and how I'm not sure that I would pay that for photography. So there was a big disconnect for me, which also then translated to my disconnect with being able to sell my my services. I had a lot of undoing to do from, I think, my DNA. I had immigrant grandparents on one side. I had working class, well, both working class. So immigrant, immigrant grandparents on one side, you know, third generation grandparents on, on the other side. But they both were well, all four of them were blue collar workers that worked like crazy to support and raise their family. They did not have the belief system of hiring photographers and spending money on things, on lifestyle things that did not put food on the table and a roof over their family's heads. So this is kind of what was ingrained in me, and I'm assuming my parents' generation and how that trickled down. Now, somehow education was always something that we knew that we had to get and that we needed, and that was extremely important. And I'm assuming that came from the fact that both sets of grandparents realized that education was the key to to raise the family to the next level so luckily for me even though I'm from immigrants I am second generation a college graduate so so education was was something that was spoken about but never money and never any sort of lifestyle-type expenses. So unbeknownst to me, or something that I didn't realize, that these stories were really part of who I was, like what my beliefs were about money. This was the root of my, my money belief system. Accepting a lot of money wasn't natural for me. I had internal objections, even if they were unconscious. At first, it was really tough for me to sell, to, to get clients to book us at our price point, so I had to get out of my own way when selling. I, I was horrified by selling. I would show up at a client meeting, and I would have all these limiting beliefs, all these doubts, would pop up. Why would they want to hire me? Why would they, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about? Like, why would they Why would they choose me? This price is too much. Blah blah blah. All the imposter syndrome, all the limiting beliefs popping in. And what I quickly learned was that I had to become somebody else in these meetings because it just wasn't natural for me. It wasn't part of my natural belief system to sell this way so I started becoming I'll call it an actor like I almost had this, this it's not a second persona but it was the ability to almost step out of my comfort zone and become this other person to sell our products or to sell our services but this strategy I realized quickly could only work so well and it can only work for so long and <laughs> so I had to I had to shed this preconditioning that I had and I'm not even sure exactly when I realized this, but there, there was something nagging at me like okay, enough is enough like some things have to change. I had set certain money ceilings on myself whether I realized it or not My people, my grandparents, they didn't pay lots of money for things like photography because like I said a, a second ago they were too busy doing other other more things like survival type things of just get making sure the kids were fed and they had clothes. <laughs> They didn't spend money on anything but, but things that were needed. This was definitely ingrained in me, even though I hadn't realized it. So trying to understand my objections at these selling moments is what prompted me to understand my money story. I had a comfort zone where I felt safe, and that comfort zone had a very low capacity to receive money. I'm not sure if any of you can relate to that, but it honestly, it was just this this little space that I was in that, that I could not even imagine You know why somebody would want to give me <laughs> all their money <laughs> for these things. Thank, thank goodness I was able to change my thinking. And realizing this was big for me, another one of those game changers in my personal and professional life, it was a transformational moment for me and our business when I realized that in order to make more money, I had to be ready to accept it. I had to practice being comfortable with money not acting any longer, but accepting and understanding what value you offer. This isn't about trading time for money. I find it a lot easier to understand this when I can articulate the value that we offer to our clients, our vendors, and our community. We touched on this in the last episode as well, but let's discuss a little more on how we do this. First, please recognize that there are lots of people out there that want to pay for your photography. Lots. And I know sometimes this is really hard to To wrap your head around because you're like no I'm doing everything and nobody's contacting me and this photographer over here is busy and you know all the excuses or the the things that we think are are true that are not true because there are enough people out there to hire you as their photographer people are looking for you they just don't know that you exist and that this is part of the whole The whole reason for this podcast, because not only are there lots of people looking for exactly what you offer, they want to pay you exactly what you want to be paid as well. So this is part of the whole process to get to. The reason photographers don't make more money, I believe, is because they don't even think it is possible for them. And you know why I know that? Because I was one of those people. They, including me, they think it's for other photographers. That you're not either you're not worthy or you charge too much for what you offer, you don't have enough experience, someone else will do it better, you're not the right fit all those limiting beliefs, but wrong. You create money with your mind. You can literally just decide this and you can make this money. Think I sound a little unrealistic or crazy? I probably do, but I don't because once I figured this out for our business, our business thrived. It really, it's it's not as simple as a light switch from one thing to the next but I cannot stress this enough. The minute you start changing the way that you think about money and your relationship with money and accept that there are people out there that are more than happy to, to pay money for the value that you offer, it will be a game changer for you as well. So why do you think you limit yourself? Practice believing that you can do this. It, it is a practice. It's a practice like learning how to swim. It's a practice like learning how to ride a bike, learning how to get better at math, learning a language. This is something that takes practice. So learning to accept money and make more money and attract more clients is something that you practice. Some people are more natural at it. Some people are great at doing these things out of the gate. Others aren't like myself. I mean, this was a practice that I really had to work at. And maybe you're like me, and you need to work on it as well. But that's what we're here for. Because I want to point out to you that with this practice, you can find the success or the or build the business that that you truly want. I limited myself. And it wasn't until I started practicing, believing and having a better relationship with money that my life changed. My capacity to accept money changed. Whew but like mind blown, <laughs> I had to clean up. But in order for that to happen, I had to clean up all my thoughts around money. I really wanna emphasize this. There are conscious decisions, learn to have money, learn to keep it, learn to appreciate it, learn to give. And please learn what your value is because when you approach, let's say a client meeting from that mindset, from that abundant mindset, it's amazing the energy that you give off. So that is another episode about client meetings and sales that I do want to address. I really want to emphasize this. These are conscious decisions, learn to have money, learn to keep it, learn to appreciate it and learn to give and learn what your value is. This isn't about instant gratification, but more about the long game. When you give, you get. Keith and I continued to give so much value to our clients that we knew it was inevitable for it to come back to us. We didn't give because we expected to get it back, but the more we opened our mind to our relationship with money, the easier our business became for us. The more I could accept and the more I could give. It is remarkable how this relationship can change so quickly and how things come back to you Okay, so let's do a little thought work. Open, go back to your money journal and look at what number you wrote down for what you earned this year, this month, or whatever number you decided to write down. Is this how much money you want to make so far this year? or whatever time period you chose. Is this how much you want to make? Or is there some other number you wish you had or you wanna work towards? Let's hypothesize for a moment. How much do you wanna make? Answer that question, how much do you wanna make? Write that down in your money journal. What if I told you that you could easily make, look, I'm gonna pick $100,000. What if I told you you could easily make $100,000 a year as a photographer? Can you believe that? Like, can you honestly sit there and believe it and say, oh, my God, Melissa, how can you say that? You know, I barely make uh, $1,000 a month right now as a photographer. I'm looking at maybe $12,000 for the year. You're telling me I can make $100,000. I think you're ridiculous. I don't believe you. But could could you just sit there for a minute and could you believe that for a second? I know deep down, I know because I've done it, so I know that you also have the capacity to make this money. When you say $100,000 or whatever goal number you have for your business, what does that feel like for you? I know we're doing a little bit of the same stuff we did in the last episode, but this this kind of thought work is extremely important for you to move to that next level. It's critical that we spend time practicing accepting that this is possible. You have to visualize it. Visualize your balance sheet. Visualize your QuickBooks... um, online statement showing your income. Look at your bank account in your mind. Visualize that $100,000 or whatever number it is that you, that you want to make in your business. Practice, practice visualizing it and accepting it, that it, that, it is, that it can be a reality. The visualization is very important because it makes it more tangible and more real. And accept that this is waiting for you. And then write down, what would you have to believe about yourself So that you could make this $100,000 or whatever number you would like to make as a photographer. Is that something like maybe you need more self-confidence? Maybe you need um, more courage. Maybe you have to let go of fear. Write down what you have to believe about yourselves to make this money. And I'm going to throw this out there and you can (laughs) believe me or not believe me. But you don't need to be doing anything better. You are already good enough for this. You are already capable of doing this you can do this right now is the difference between doing it and not doing it is believing that you can do it you have the photography skills you're developing your business skills you can do this you literally just have to believe it (laughs) oversimplified right open up your beliefs around money to the possibility that maybe you could do it that maybe you could make this hundred thousand or again whatever number you decided to write down why couldn't you why do we limit ourselves when we have everything we need already within us? Practice believing that you can do this. Please, just practice, practice, practice. And I'm going to keep asking this same question. I, you're probably going to get tired of me asking it, but it will pop up, especially when we have when we're talking about money. But how do you feel about money? Because I want this to change. Like if you, if you don't have a good relationship with money, I want this answer to evolve as we're working together through this podcast on my website. Any uh, you know freebies that you want to download that that address this? How do you feel about money? When you think about earning money, what thoughts come up for you? Again, this is going to constantly change too. Last week, maybe you had different thoughts about money. Maybe something happened that you have more positive thoughts. Maybe more negative thoughts. Whatever it is, write down right now when you think about earning money or earning that number that we that we wrote in our journal. What thoughts come up for you? And keep writing these thoughts down in your journal because this is how you're going to evolve. That journal serves a huge purpose because you're going to be able to see the trajectory until you get to that, that magic number that you're looking for. And another question is how much can you earn? This is big because I think that, I'll go back to my example. I was limited. I mean, I was in this tiny little box of what I thought was capable And even now, I still evolve as to what I think I'm capable of earning because it was really never discussed in my house. Like, Granted, I had parents that supported me and what my choices were in my life, what I decided to go to college for, but nobody ever said, I mean, my dad was a sports writer, my mom was a nurse. So, you know, I only saw examples where people were making, you know, capped at probably $100,000 a year. I don't know what their salaries were, but they definitely weren't, but they definitely weren't telling me that the sky's the limit, Melissa, go out there, start a business, and the, the amount you can make is infinite. No one ever even suggested that possibility to me. So I went into the workforce, I went to college, I went into the workforce, already with limiting beliefs about what I could earn, that, you know, somebody like me would start at blank, and the max I could do is blank. And I had, a. I still continue to have a good career. But I know now that when I look back, I know that I limited myself and I know that I was a chronic under earner and I know I could have earned or not that earning more. I'm not, please don't um, confuse this with me thinking like your identity is tied to the amount of money that you earn. But what I mean is that whether, even if you choose not to make money and you're a volunteer, like just do the best job you can do and realize the sky's the limit, whatever path you take. For me, I'm, I'm using money because my, my website is helping photographers earn more money and get to the level that they want to be. So I'm always going to be talking about money in this podcast, but this, this, this is, can be abstract. I mean, assign that to whatever you want. We, ourselves, we limit ourselves in all areas of our life from love to um, you know, money, relationships. We limit ourselves all over the place. So um, in this example, I'm going to be talking about uh, how much money we make in our business. So as always, I digress. <laughs> so let's get back to it. So after you write down how much you can earn, how much you can earn, like what is that, whew, what are you comfortable with? Some people are going to be comfortable with 50 grand a year, Some somewhere 100, a million. Like where do you start getting nervous? Like where do you start feeling? For me, if I said I want to make a million dollars a year, I, I might be hitting a... I might be like, ooh, I don't know, that's way out of my comfort zone. $100,000 a year is no longer out of my comfort zone. That's something that I was able to reconcile you know, years ago. But as we grow as, as business owners and as we open our mind to what our possibilities are, this ceiling can grow along with us. And we we will look back and be like, Oh, my goodness, I thought I couldn't make $25,000 a year in my photography business. Am I crazy? Now look at me, I'm making 200, I'm making 10 times that I'm making $250,000 a year. How could I have limited myself like that? So this is all an evolution. It's a it, you will evolve and your your potential for earning evolves right along with you. And then I'm going to ask you, what value do you offer so in order to earn more of course you have to offer more value and our, our what we're paid as photographers is directly related to the value that we offer we're not trading you know an hour even though of course we may bill at an hourly rate that that hourly rate encompasses a lot more than just you showing up for one hour you're offering value and that's where your hourly rate I don't love hourly rates and again that's a topic for another day but let's say you have a wedding package or a you know a mini session price or or whatever it is that you're offering your value has to be represented in that offer and again I touched on this a second ago but do you think you're limiting the amount of money you earn do you think you're Limiting not only the amount of money you earn, but your potential as a photographer, your capabilities as a photographer, where are you limiting yourself, like just jot that down in your money journal and recognize this is important. And I, you know, a lot of things I'm going to say over and over because I really want them to become front and center in your mind and hopefully you accept accept it and believe it. But there are many people out there that want to pay your. There are many people out there that want to pay you for your photography. Many of you are blocking yourself from finding your clients because of your negative belief system. This is all tied together. Like you, you want more clients, but you're giving off you know the wrong energy, and this is all part of you know the umbrella that that we're trying to. I'm starting with the money part because you'll see that you know what you believe about yourself and what you're worth and what value you offer is to directly tied to how you book your clients and how many clients you book. Hang in there with me. This all ties together. And over the course of, you know, the next several weeks, you'll start seeing, seeing this all make more sense. And in order to change this belief system around money, we need to surround ourselves with greater levels of abundance, joy, love, success, and money. But this all needs to seem normal. This has to seem good for you this is for you, this is available for you, like you have to accept this. And this needs to seem normal for you. This is for you, this is available for you. Look, I am living proof that all is available to you. I'm somebody from a self made person, basically, and using myself as an example, I just want to continue to do that. Not because I'm like, Oh, my goodness, look how amazing I am. But I want to show you that if, if you have any uh, doubts about yourself, that I can show you my trajectory so that you can believe in your trajectory. And like I said a second ago, I like, literally sitting here overlooking the square in Arezzo with a, the Italian families laughing and having a good time, enjoying themselves. And this is what I get to do. I literally get paid to be a photographer that travels and I love my life and I love my business, my 10 plus plus business, but I didn't get here easily. There was a lot of hard work. So um, please don't take anything that I'm saying for any sort of platitudes for myself as much as just to show you what is possible and what is available for you. And you know, rather than seeing someone that is successful or that has a photography business that you want, what if you program yourself to believe that there is enough for everyone, that there are enough people out there to hire photographers? See that this is possible for you versus jealousy or beating yourself up. Look, I've been through it. I remember looking at other photographers' websites and seeing them, or they were booking jobs that 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 I wanted to book or that you know we fell short of booking and thinking, why them? You know, why them? and, and holding myself um, you know, comparing myself and it, it's unnerving. It's awful to sit there and think, why are they busier than I am? And why did the client book them and not us? Like, what did I do wrong? I mean, you beat yourself up and you have self-doubt and it gets ugly. And when really there is enough for everybody, it's just that I wasn't the right fit for that that client. The reason they booked another photographer is because that other photographer was, was better for them. That is the photographer that they should work with. And I, I didn't, in the beginning, really understand that, that it's okay not to book every client. It's okay. I mean, that shows not everyone is meant to work with me and I'm not m- meant to work with everyone else and that's perfectly okay. And that's where that abundant mindset comes in because once you realize you're not with that desperate energy of I have to book everyone and you're okay, like it's this ebb and flow. Some I book, some I don't, some I book, some I don't. That's just the way of the world. There's enough people out there that need a wedding photographer, portrait photographer, event photographer, headshot photographer, whatever your niche is. There are enough clients out there that need you. So approach it with that energy. And that also kind of folds right into the value that you offer and that positive belief system that you're building around money and your business. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So I'm at the end already. I want to thank you again for being part of this episode. I... I am a little bit short today because I am on location, but I'm hoping to have part three ready for next Tuesday. And we'll dive in a little bit deeper. And we're going to talk about actions that you're taking with money and how this is affecting your business as it relates to money. (laughs) So thank you again. And I look forward to seeing you next Tuesday. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode all the way to the end. If you have any questions about the things we covered in the show or would like to suggest a topic for us to cover in future episodes, please reach out on Instagram at The Prosperous Photographer. And it would mean so much to us if you left a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. See you next week.